Welcome to Good Looking Out, episode 37, a podcast about what to eat, watch, read, and listen to. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. Santos. What's the word, man? What's the word? I'm telling you, I'm still, um, oh, so got here a little late, um, got stuck at, uh, I wanted to get a coffee, Uh which... I dumped out as soon as I saw this wine that you got. <laughs> um, I dumped it immediately. Yeah. Um, from Caribou Coffee. Um, the do, worst. Okay. The that, worst. That's, does, the is this, the uh, worst. Okay, so everybody knows this. This is a standard. You, sh- you should. I think, I think this is a commonly held opinion. I. It must not be everyone because the place manages to stay in business. But holy shit! What a what a piece of garbage! Horrible. Oh my god. So I got that fucking thing. Um terrible fucking coffee and then walked through the grocery store it's attached to. Needed a plunger and a lemon bar. Um just <laughs> we had some problems upstairs. The uh Stanley took it, he never does this, but he took a shit on the floor and Mimi found it and she grabbed it and tried to flush it and I don't know. The dog takes big shits. He fucking climbs. Yeah, so, yeah. He takes. A pre- he's fucking professional. So that's all he does. That's all he has to do. Right. It's his fucking job. Um. So I get that happening up there, and then Beth wanted a lemon bar. So anyway, I'm going through there, and um. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how those two things were connected. Yeah. Sorry. Was, that's like, it. That's all. I was like, is a lemon bar some sort of magic cleaning <laughs> thing that I've never? <laughs> no, no. Beth just wanted a lemon bar. That's the, the lemon bar is actually inconsequential of the right. story. So, um, checking checking out. Um, poor lady's counting out her drawer. She's just about done, and I got the plunger, which is two feet tall, standing next to the thing. And she was like super uncomfortable with Mike and what I was checking out with, and and I was like, um, I was like, w- could you? She didn't know what to do. She was like, you know, eyeballing the plunger. And I mean, come on, it's a plunger. Everyone's it's a plunger. A plunger. I know. She's not like a sex toy or something. I know exactly. Yeah, but uh, so she gets nervous. She's like, would you? I'm like, would you please just gift wrap it for me? She knocks it over. Knocks it into my coffee, dumps the coffee all Are over. You serious? The, yeah, all over the drawer. Um, and Holy I was like, shit. and I was like, oh my god! I'm like, this is. I'm like, it's like a Saturday Night Live sketch. It was fucking ridiculous. Coffee, yeah. this terrible coffee, dumped all over the cash and the plunger, and the it was a fucking disaster. This fucking thing. And the in the end, the coffee's better. It's, Spilled all over a drawer of money. Through yeah, and exactly. In your body. Yeah, exactly. At least the worst coffee some. ever. Holy shit, is that some? Not only the worst garbage. coffee ever, but I, I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm just taking it on faith from everyone else because I've heard from so many people their coffee so terrible. Yeah, their chai tea latte is like the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my mouth. Oh my god! I think I'd rather like gargle with <laughs> urine than drink the chai tea latte wow. from Caribou Coffee. Wow. Yeah. And I also have a fucking grudge against them because one time, this was years ago, I was coming back from some sort of a meeting and I was in the Skyway when we were working downtown. And I went into this caribou. It's like a hot summer day and I want to get an iced chai. So the woman rings me up for an iced chai. The barista person makes it, hands it to me. I take it and immediately it tastes like, it, it tastes like coffee. So I just asked the woman. I was like, excuse me, is there a chance that like – 
because they, she just poured it out of a pitcher. She didn't make it like at Starbucks. They make it every ice, even if it's an iced chai, they make every chai to order. I think that's how they do it most places. Here she had a huh. pitcher of iced chai ready to go. So she poured it out. And as soon as I tasted the coffee, I was like, yeah, maybe Man, I bet that like, sure, I was like this, picture. excuse me, this, and I was totally nice about it. I was like, this tastes like coffee. And she was like, there's no way it tastes like coffee, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, really? Like, trust me, I hate the taste of coffee. I know what chai tastes like. And like, this definitely tastes like coffee. And she keeps arguing with me. And then finally she admits that it was, that they put it in the pitcher that they normally put iced coffee in. And I'm like, so- but she fought me on it for like five minutes. And I'm like... <laughs> What like now you're finally and it wasn't like she was like you know what sorry like yeah. I just remembered she was still being like no it Bitch. doesn't taste yeah. like coffee but we did put it in the pitcher and she was still like arguing I was like so I just set it on the counter and I was like screw you I'm never coming back to Caribou and I walked out and she oh. was like calling after me like we'll give you a free drink or blah. I was like. That was the, one of the worst customer service experiences I've ever had. Oh. And not to mention, it's not even worth it because the shit is terrible. Well, it's, yeah. So, right. And now we have so many, like, even since then, now we have so many more independent coffee places and stuff too. And yeah, there's no shortage of, of like amazing coffee and tea places in this city. So there's oh no reason. God, no, it's rotten. You can't, you can't throw a rock without hitting some fucking place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, you know, I don't know. I don't really drink coffee either. But I felt uh, lately I've been getting coffees here and there, and I thought I don't, I don't know. Figured I get it. Do you drink it just for the caffeine? Fuck show. Um, no, and in fact, and I because I don't think I really know if I like how the caffeine makes me feel. I feel like it just makes you like it's not like good. Wi- like it's just jittery. It's like low level, like wired. It's you know, not like good kind of. If you're like a back against the wall and you have to go to a caribou. Yeah. You know what I actually recommend that they have that's really good is they have a mango black iced tea that's pretty phenomenal. All right. Mango that's the only thing tea. that's redeeming about right. that place. Well, you got, yeah, you see, so you someone's like, there. I'm going to buy you a drink. Let's go to caribou. And you don't want to be a dick and be like, look, look here, I don't go to caribou. Let me unpack all of the reasons why I hate <laughs> caribou coffee. Yeah. Thanks. Because dude, even but... though I just met you five minutes ago or whatever, yeah. um, get a mango black iced tea. All right, well, good. Do. All right, is it unsweetened? I don't unsweetened. like. I don't like sweetened. I don't like sweetened either. Sorry to all of our southern listeners. Yeah, I know there's sorry. a fine tradition of sweet tea in the south, but yeah, if you can hear us up here in the north, if you can hear us over your teeth cracking in half, <laughs> you can you can take the nutty bar out of your mouth and shut off this podcast if you're offended. <laughs> The nutter butter. Uh, that's what it is. Nutter butter. That's what everyone needs in the south. Thing? Oh, the people go crazy for the nutter butter in the south. Seriously? Yeah. Because we loved those growing up up north. Yeah, I mean, but I didn't know that was a southern thing. That they. I mean, like they love I, th- I think it like there. way over indexes in the south. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, they got those fucking boiled peanuts everywhere. Right. I mean, I don't and want to turn us into coke. A, yeah, exactly. T- turn into a southern food special. Yeah, exactly. You get the do. So. um you uh, have you had a chance to check out Westworld yet? Um, I watched the first episode. Um, I and uh, and I loved it, man. I f- fucking loved it. It was super cool. And I'll be honest, I've never, I have no experience with Westworld at all. I never saw the movie. 
I know nothing about it. Like, and I came in cold knowing nothing. So here's the so. thing about like, I feel like a lot of time I object to remakes in general. Yeah. But the thing about the original. Really? Just across the board? You just, you're against it? I mean, think about how many That's of them ridiculous. are terrible and how many of them are good. I don't know. I mean, it's close. It's like 60, 40. No, no, no. It's more like. 9010. Oh no, no, yes. no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Absolutely. I'll go 7030, but 9010 no way. I mean, I'm talking about even remakes, not even remakes of like old things. But, you know, the things where they like do the bullshit thing where they're like, well, there was this awesome Argentinian movie named Nine Queens that was like unbelievably good. Yeah, yeah. We're going to remake that with like shitty American actors <laughs> because people here won't read subtitles or like let the white right one in. You know, like, there's no need to remake these movies. They're amazing. Yeah, well, that you mean Let the Right One In? Yeah, there was an American version of Let the Right One In. Yeah, it's good. No, it's not as good it's, as the original. No, it's not, but it's not bad. <laughs> but what is the point of it, though? What's the point? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. But I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the point is. I don't know why you have to do it. It's another... Anyways, if also if there's anyone out there who hasn't seen the Argentinian film Nine Queens and you're a film of like heist and con films, it's like one of the best of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I I say that um having not seen it, and I know that's you actually have told me about this, and I've completely fucking forgotten about it. I cannot I cannot forget to to see this movie. How old is it? Um, it came out in the late nineties, so it's quite old at this point. Nine Kings. Nine Nine Queens. Nine Queens. Oh sorry, nine queens. All right. Uh and make a list now. Yeah, nine queens. I gotta So without continuing to debate the merits or we should fucking revisit that because it just we need I I really think you're wrong. Honestly, the only like r- remake, decent remakes I can think of. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, let's focus on Westworld for a second. All right, yeah. The, well, I mean, let's we can go. The back original to- Westworld movie, yes, took this high concept thing, and they just scratched the surface on exploring it. Right. Because what happened was, is like after ten minutes of setup, they just launch into this fairly traditional sort of action plot. Oh, really? And then, you know, there's no more, there's hardly any more exploration of, like, this world and what it means that, like, really? society has reached this point where there's this, oh, like, Oh, God, artificial, that's the most interesting part of it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, basically, it was ripe for someone taking that and expanding it in this really... So, did somebody, like, just own... Somebody's been sitting on this waiting to adapt it forever. Probably. Right? I mean, yeah. it would seem like it. I mean, it seems like a... And we were talking about this... Was it a hit? Was it a... Big movie? It was. I mean, it was kind of a, a little bit of a cult I know Yul Brenner was in yeah, it. Yul I don't Brenner know who else. As the man in black. Right. Which is awesome that they now have Ed, Ed Harris as sort of playing that role. It's kind of tough. To, there's like not necessarily one antagonist, which is the other thing. There's like yeah. a protagonist versus an antagonist. And it's sort of like it's a much more stripped down, simplified thing in the original movie. Because, I mean, they didn't have the special effects and all the stuff that they necessarily of course, needed. Yeah. How, how now it's like fucking special effects extravaganza. Do what you want. Yeah. Show whatever you want. For sure. Um, one of the things I know, uh, I can't, we can't talk about it. So I agree with you. I've seen through episode two, which is as far 
at the time of recording this that that they have out. And actually, I think the second episode got even better. Really, and I think there's really nice. amazing performances across the board, not just from the actors that you would expect, like the Ed Harris's and the Thandie Newtons and yep. um, those people, but like the people you've seen before, but um, the people who you haven't seen. Um, and I think similar to Breaking Bad, I wouldn't be surprised if there are some people that like break out from this and end yeah. up going on to be, uh, you know, have major roles. And in- interested to see. I wonder if George Ann Walken did the casting. Hmm. I'd be. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know if she does. There's a. I mean, Junie Junie Lowry usually does all the HBO stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I agree. Like, it's so deep. Like, everybody is, I mean, feels so good. And, and I mean, there's so much, those characters have, I mean, what a, what a fucking exercise for an actor. I mean, yeah. you need to play a, absolutely, a bot. That thing where they switch from being in character, the character they're in the world to into like bot diagnostic mode and back. And there's the one guy who has to switch in between like, previous incarnations of his character at the same time. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It's the kind of thing you can imagine. When I was watching it, I was like, I can see this as an exercise in some shitty acting like, right. class. Acting and somebody shot. just like, like oh, way over. Now you're a psycho robot. <laughs> you now know? you're a, a sad dad whose daughter is just moved out and gone to college. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I, you could just imagine somebody shitting all over that thing. Right. Yeah. But uh, it, it's impressive. It works really well. In the hands of somebody yeah. that knows Fuck, their yeah. chops, man. That was some shit. So one thing that I will say is I, I think um, I've seen on Twitter and from heard from some people that like uh, the women who are watching it are like a little uncomfortable with the way the female – um, hosts are being sort of like, at least in this early part, sort of portrayed like sure. a little too rapey. It's yeah, like, you know. Well, it's just, I mean to sum it up. It's I mean I with. kept thinking of real dolls the whole time. Yeah, I mean how can you not? Right? I mean that's what they are. They're like the next level of real of real dolls. Yeah, which is not that far <laughs> off. I think in in the future for society. That's, that's where they're no. I mean he's that guy. Whoever he is, I, I think he's genius. Um, is like working with tons of like AI for like trying to read responses and yeah. like. Also, I was just listening to a thing today where they're saying um, VR is like people are making all sorts of haptic feedback accessories for VR and like VR sex is like on well, the dude, horizon. And there's no chance that that doesn't drive the whole thing forward, right? I, I mean, of course, yeah. That's the, that's, yeah, my son will grow up, like, just fucking a catcher's <laughs> mitt or some, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, just this big, a, a like, ro- a robotic catcher's mitt. His eyes yeah. begin to grow and we start to morph into fucking, yeah. That's the fear, isn't it? Yeah. You stare into this thing and you just, oh, God almighty, man. Yeah. Someone, uh, another person was telling me today that there was an article that just came out that they've been tracking the shape of people's eyes ha- has been subtly evolving because like the not just the shape is in like the external shape but the actual shape of the eyeball has been changing because of how much time humans are spending indoors and how much time people are looking at screens so if you don't go outside you don't need distance vision as much anymore and if you're not like a hunter gatherer you don't have to rely on distance vision so it, like our eyes are evolving to be better at 
low light indoor situations and we're actually starting to lose distance vision. So like, you know, our kids, kids, the like physical makeup of the whole internal part of their eyeball might be like evolved from where ours is. Not, Oh my God. Not going to be snipers, or if they, they they can like hit something on the well, outside of the lawn. You know, that won't have to be because we'll have robots that do that. That's that exactly point. right. Yeah, way better. Way better. They'll just need well, to right. stare at a screen and comp- control the robot and make sure that their robots are killing the other people's robots. Just drone it out. Yeah, yeah. So L- listen, co- yeah, I can't take it anymore, man. Let's do it. Did you bring the bottle down? Uh, no, it's a 98 Nale, Nale, N-A-L-L-E, Nale, or Nale. Sonoma. Yep, from Sonoma. And this is a bottle of wine we got at our engagement party when uh, 11 years ago when my wife and I got engaged. And so cool. Nicole has since stopped drinking wine because uh, she has an allergic reaction. So Right. Cheers. Cheers to the frosts. Yeah. Thank you. It didn't fucking turn at all. No. So when he, when, when you, I mean, this cork. That is good. That's unbelievable. (laughs) The cork crumbled. And to be honest, like was, it, it wasn't even, it felt like it was when I pushed it through with a pen. Like it wasn't even even moldy or something. No, it wasn't like this thing had like, I feel like you got it another six months. And it would have been gone. That's fucking amazing. Whoa. (laughs) It's funny because like Ooh. you don't often drink a wine where you after you drink it there's like a sort of after like in the back of your palate there's yeah. like a real there's a hit of that sort of characteristic Zinfandel the depth of the wine is like so much different than a wine that you nor- would normally drink. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Holy shit. Oh, so before we move on, I wanted to say we are up to four reviews and five ratings. Four reviews and four five reviews ratings. and five ratings. So, um, the T-shirt challenge is still on. Nice. So, thank you very much to anyone who has uh, posted a review or done a rating. We'll accept ratings. I'm yeah. I'm all gonna, right. I'm going to lower the bar, and if wow. we can get to twenty ratings, twenty ratings, I of course prefer a review because we'd love to hear from you and hear where you're from. Oh yeah, it's incredibly yep. gratifying. We love hearing from from our loyal listeners. Thank you so much for sure. Uh, if we can get to twenty, I'm making t-shirts, and everyone gets a t-shirt. That's it's right. It's going to be like yeah, Oprah, but with better design. Yeah, you get a t-shirt. You get a t-shirt. Yep. Thanks for your, your review. You get a t-shirt. Yes. Oh, nice. So. Cool. What else have you been up to? What else you got? Um, I just ordered, um, I just ordered, uh, they reissued the metal box, um, PIL mm. on vinyl. Um, so. Anger is an energy. Yes. <laughs> um, so I went. A little bit off. I haven't, been, I haven't been buying a lot of records. I went a little bit off the reservation. Got it's in a. It, it came originally in a round. You know, looked like a film canister. Like a film canister, yeah. Um, nice. And they did the CD release as well, and the same thing. Just you know, obviously smaller CD size. But this is in a, a, a apparently a square case, but still tin. 
And I got it signed by Johnny Lydon. So Are you serious? Yeah. I that did. is amazing. I know. I'm fucking psyched. I'm so psyched. Um, it's numbered. It wasn't crazy either. That guy's still cool as hell. He's you know, fucking rad. Last episode we talked about like that most rock stars and movie stars like as they age either – cash in fully cash in and compromise and start doing Mel Gibson themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Tom even Cruise Robert themselves, De fucking De Niro extent. themselves, like an intern, just fuck themselves. Yeah, exactly. And he's another guy similar to Nick cave. Who's like, just been solid. The Continues. Whole, whole time. Absolutely. Couldn't fucking agree more. So yeah, I dropped, um, that thing that was pre-order that comes out. Um, I think the, I don't know, another month or so. Fucking psyched for that. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know what else. So I've been, uh, I recently discovered uh, a really cool uh, website that I would like to hip everyone to if uh, if you're not already aware of this amazing website. Uh, there's a website called Nowness. That's a website uh, of global culture. So it's mostly videos, some articles, but like amazing short documentaries. Like there was a really short documentary. They have a series called Redefining Beauty. And there's an amazing short documentary about this woman who was really inspired by Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, and Pumping Iron. What? And she's like really ripped. Seriously? And uh, there was another awesome documentary about this guy who was- Are they shorts? They're shorts usually, like five minutes, uh, but they release them really regularly. Like there's a ton of content, you know, like what not that fuck? far off from Seriously? like a vice. But the documentaries are much more sort of like serious, straight ahead, more like. Um, it's been around know. for a while. I don't know. I recently discovered it. I felt like I was maybe a little late to the party, but uh-huh. I I haven't talked to anyone else since I found out about it who knows about it. So Jesus. Sort, of, sort of like if you're into like, you know, it's not as like kind of pretentious as Monocle, but it has sort of a similar feel like you're finding out about all this global. There was this, I watched this amazing one the other day that was about this guy who grew up in like a really bad housing estate uh, in London and he uh, went on to be like an amazing uh, kickboxer. He was like a world champion huh. kickboxer for many years. And uh, it was a story about really inspiring story because he basically needs a hip replacement and his body's taken so much abuse. He's d- done it for 22 years. He's been a pro for 22 Jesus years. He like turned Christ. pro at 16 or something. Yeah. Now he's like almost 40. He's about to turn 40 or 41. And he is like fighting through the pain, like doing yoga and meditation and some other You're stuff to like, because he wants to, you know, he was kind of like, you either just decide that like this now defines you and it ends the thing that you love or you decide like, actually, no, I'm just going to, how to adapt. I'm just going to adapt and I'm going to work through it. So he does all sorts of exercises and stretches and things to manage the pain. And he is going to get a hip replacement, but he, I, I think it's like fighting for one, one more season and trying to just like, get as much out of it as he can before oh like God. all they can do is coach. What a story. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a great story. Nowness. It's all stuff like that. It's really good. Holy shit. I mean, there's fashion, music, lots of culture oh, stuff. Dude, lots good of sport one. stuff. Fucking yeah. good one. Nice. Thanks for the tip. That's really good. Nowness. I'll check that out for sure. I can't believe I haven't seen it. Love it. Love a fucking short. Hell you yeah. know what I mean? 
for Who's sure. Who's got the time? I can't, you, you know, you do as the best you can with features, but there's only, you know, you do one a day for <laughs> bed if you're lucky, you know? Oh my God. If most, if everyone watched a feature or a documentary a day, You'd, we'd I, th- be, I think we'd all be world much be more interesting. Yeah. The world would be a better place. We'd all be more empathetic and much more interesting at parties. No one would go to Caribou Coffee. (laughs) That's right. They'd go under. Um, I saw uh, an independent film a while back. Yeah, keep going. I have to. Yeah, so good. Called Hell or High Water. Do you know this? I don't think so. Um. It's a, a crime film about two brothers, and it's like a straight-ahead sort of like heist film. There's something a, like a – it's a particular genre of heist film, the like bank robber, uh-huh. kind of like uh, the whole bank robber, series of bank robber thing. I think is just like – there's something really fascinating about oh, it. Oh, there's – Because everyone wishes that they could just rob a bank. Oh, <laughs> I love them. I love them. Uh, so this movie's Hell or High Water. It has uh, Chris Pine – who, you know, people probably know from all sorts of movies recently, but, uh, you know, he's Captain Kirk in the new Star Trek. Yeah. Ben Foster, who's been in a ton of stuff. He's more of like a character actor. Tends to kind of play like a guy with a sort of screw loose in a lot of films. He was the guy in Alpha Dog who was the like sort of psycho guy. And he was also played a – he first came out on scene as like – the psycho boyfriend of the red-haired daughter on Six Feet Under. Oh, right. Yes. That was yeah. his like, first. He was like an art student that she met, and he was like pretty unhinged. Um, and Jeff Bridges, the dude. Jeff Bridges My plays fave. like an aging lawman, Texas lawman. Are you Texas serious? Texas Ranger, specifically, oh. I think. And uh, it's a really interesting take because you're not like – you're sympathetic for both sides. They develop the characters and the situation. The, you, this, why they're doing this? They need a specific amount of money, and they keep referencing like, and they're only robbing from certain banks. Really? And you, it's, you starts to slowly reveal like why the motivation because they're not, especially the Chris Pine character is like not a like someone who wants to necessarily be doing this. And they they're smart about the way they do it, and um, but his brother is like he's the one who's buttoned up, and the Ben Foster character, who's his older brother, I think, is like a little unhinged, of course, because huh. uh, he plays that part so well. Yeah, but um, really well done, um, and it's one of those films that like just proves you don't need like an intricate, super twisty, like crazy plot to like, just make a really solid film. Yeah. You right. You just need like craft, good pacing, craft, <clears throat> compelling story and like good actors. Good execution. Yep. Good execution. And, uh, I also appreciate it. It doesn't like wrap up neatly with a bow at the end. Like there's definitely closure. Okay. But, like, well, that's nice. None I- of the characters necessarily get exactly what they want but maybe they get what they need i don't know or what they is deserve. it a procedural in any sense when mm, i mean a little bit, I, I do dig that in a the, little in bit the from heist. the jeff bridges side of things like he's methodically tracking these people and he has like it's his sort of last months before he retires 
Oh, okay. He goes out. So he's of course, like, right. So one know, last he's working one. with like a younger sort of protege, uh, Mexican American sort of like a fucking good ice yeah. movie, man. Nothing like it. Hell or um, high water. Hell or high water. Yep. Fucking killer. Should probably will pop up on Netflix in a matter of weeks, maybe a month or so. All right. Sweet. We'll see. Um, there's a lot happening in my movie world, my online movie world. Um, so Criterion, um, their deal is up with Hulu. Oh. So they're Dunsky and Hutch with Hulu. They're starting their own streaming service partnering with TCM. Huh. So you get um, – and they're doing – you know, they're coming out I of the mean, gate. TCM pretty has to have a massive back catalog of movies. I mean pro- probably the biggest. In Amer- for American films, they mm-hmm. have the biggest back catalog. I mean it's fucking Ted Turner. He owns everything. Right. So um, – Including dad ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Dad ass. Um, so it's a curated um, – Curated streaming service um, where – I mean because like you say, their catalog is so huge. They're not putting everything up. Um, so there's – for nine bucks a month, you get that service. Then there's a plus up where you get all the Criterion stuff for like another four bucks a month. Jesus. So for $13 a month, so, access so to – Not pretty comparable to what you're paying for your Netflix. Uh, it's more, yeah. I think Netflix. I think Netflix just upped their prices though to like to eight twelve bucks. or something. Twelve bucks. Yeah, I think they. Seriously? I thought they upped it like three bucks or something. Jesus, I mean, who? Get, it doesn't matter what it yeah. is. I'm always going to pay it. But I remember paying fucking four bucks for Netflix, right? For streaming or no for, for the DVD for like one DVD and every one six months. DVD <laughs> in an envelope, then oh one at a time. Stack of them in your fucking house. Yeah, got lost oh, in the mail. Yeah. Crazy. Anyhow, um, so watch out for this. Uh, the app, it'll be out for all of your devices. Um, and I just watched it on the iPad like crazy now. I'm all about that iPad life. Oh, man. It, here's the thing. You got to – it's not good for you, man. Like, I, I'm trying to stop it. Like, I don't I, – for years, that's how I've done it for years. And, I, and I've been having trouble sleeping. And I feel like it – Flickering that close to your face, it fucks with your retinal nerve or some shit. Yeah, you think and so? And it fucks with the yeah the brainial cortex. So you just what do you <laughs> what do you watch your TV or? Dude, here's what I've been doing. It's, I mean, listen, it's not any. It's really fun. Um, there was this super successful radio show um, called Suspense, <laughs> which I mean. Is that, that, that's the name of it. Suspense. You're talking old school? Old school. Because there was a 40s. magazine called Suspense, too, I think, right? Um, yes. Yeah, there was. That's funny. I never connected the two. Um, but I had all of the super heavy hitters. Alfred Hitchcock was writing for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had all of the big actors were on it. Fucking Edward G. Robinson is on there. John Garfield. Betty Davis. All the way, you know, and then it got, and then it continued on for many years. Lucille Ball was on it. Um, and anyway, that's what I do. So I, I put the, to get back to sleep, normally I would open it up and watch a movie. So when I try and get back to sleep now, I listen to suspense. And um, 
It's got all the commercials in it and stuff. It's fucking great. You know, there's one every like fucking 10 minutes or something. And they, they do, it, it goes all over the place. It does, you know, it, they, in the act, you know, they have like Foley people in the studio. It's live in, you know, live from the sound stage in Hollywood. And yep. it's people like clamping on the floor with shoes and stuff. So it's, it's, it's good. But I feel like it's better than flashing that shit in your fucking face. You hmm. can't, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm missing out on some movies. Um, I, I do want to say though, um, so I've been doing that for a while, but the last like few nights, my movie, um, that I always talk about that hosting mm-hmm. service, that streaming service has got st- maybe the best 30 days I've ever seen on it right Seriously? now. It's fucking unbelievable shit that is so deep that I've, I, I can't even believe it. They have like this ancient um this ancient franchise called stray cat rock which is a uh japanese like trash 60s trash um series that was a huge hit in japan and and rarely seen here Hmm. and it's and you look at it and you're like it's it's it connects like a million movies like you're like this has influenced fucking everything wow it's incredible and there's three of them um and you're like Oh my God! This is uh, this is where fucking so and so got this, and this right. person got this, and Tarantino got that, and fucking Charles Bronson got this, or like you just see so many right. moves. Oh, that's it's, awesome! It's killer, and they're also doing a bunch of they're getting ready for Halloween, so there's like an amazing mm. horror horror collection up there right now. Cool. Yeah, so there's good good streaming happening. Awesome for movies. So let's cut to our new segment here. Let's do it, yeah. So we are introducing a new segment on the show because we're always trying to, you know, make the show better for our faithful, good-looking-out listeners out there. That's right. So both Santos and I have been known to form a definitive opinion about just about anything uh, on the spot. It doesn't matter what it is. So we're going to introduce a new show, a new segment on the show called Two Minute Hot Take, where we each bring a topic that we're going to give the other person – to uh, expound upon for two minutes. Timer running. Timer running. We don't know what it is beforehand, but uh, we're going to try it out, see how it works. Two-minute hot take. So, So, Santos, I'm going to have you go first. You're going to have me go first. And this is going to be topical because um, I'm going to have you talk about, give us your thoughts on a remake. Also, could be called a procedural. Um. I'll start the clock after I, right after I introduce it. Okay, so go. Get, get ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I want to know what you think about the new Lethal Weapon TV show. Oh, dude. I haven't seen it. Doesn't matter. I haven't seen it. <laughs> but here's what I can tell you. I watched um, I watched a network TV show. I watched 15 minutes of one tonight for the first time in fucking years. And that thing is going to be a piece of fucking garbage. Because and, – and that's not to say – what I am excited about, that's not to say across the board I'm against a remake because what I'm excited for is MacGyver. Um, so Lethal Weapon I think is going to be a piece of shit because there's no way – Mel Gibson, say what you will about him. He's fucking great. Like he plays that, that beat up fucking like has-been cop so great in the Danny Glover character and then like that is TV. It's – it's going to be fucking garbage. There's not enough, like, 
There's not enough little paths to go down. MacGyver, though, on the other hand, have you seen that they're doing fucking MacGyver as a show? No. Yeah. Like, tampon in a Hershey bar, I'll get you out of this fucking bank safe, <laughs> MacGyver. Like, that is, they're doing that as a show. So Lethal Weapon, no fucking way. And to be honest, like, those movies are, I'll watch, if they're on on a Saturday afternoon, you leave it on while you're cleaning the house or something, but I'm not fucking watching Lethal Weapon. You know, maybe I'll watch the fuck, they fuck you at the drive through like, scene. But that's it. That that series is fucking horse shit. So, the movies weren't fucking great. I'll put up with them. I like them. There's some nostalgia there. I don't think they're that great. And the show can go fuck itself. <laughs> All right. Well, that wasn't even two minutes. You had 20 seconds left. But, uh... Wow. Nice. Um, so, I will say... In in response, because you because you're such a huge fan, you had to even <laughs> fucking taping it and watching it at night. No, no, I think you're dead on. Okay, that it's going to be a complete and utter piece of shit, and yeah. it should have never been made. No. So I, in response, I just want to say, I think that so the first movie, I will agree with you. The Mel Gibson, like I think it brought this like edge to this like we'd never seen a suicidal cop. That's it, right. It was really dark. I forgot he was suicidal. That's right. I mean, yeah. gun in his mouth, I like totally ready to yeah. fucking blow his brains out. He was good. That was good. But then, and, and every movie after that, they turned it into just like rehashing the same fucking jokes and it just became this like really <laughs> tired, totally comfortable. Did. You're right. Yeah. So like, I think the only one that's worth a shit, maybe, is the first one. Is the first one. And you get some good sh- explosions. And they should have stopped after that. Because, like, the whole thing, even, like, because Gary Busey is, like, the henchman of the bad guy or whatever. He was <laughs> fucking weird ass and awesome. So, anyway. Do, do you get to see Danny Glover on the shitter in the first one? Or is that the second one? Because second With the one's bomb actually, or whatever? Yeah, when yeah. he's strapped to the I think the that's bomb. the second That was a one. bummer. I used to get... I, I, I mean, I've seen... Here's the did thing. It, did, I've create, seen, did you get... To, was there toilet anxiety? <laughs> I couldn't go. I could only go on... I could only go Between on Between that and your toilets. dog, I'm amazed that you ever even go to the toilet. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I couldn't go in anywhere that had tile on the floor. Um... Yeah, so fuck that thing. But watch for MacGyver, man. I I got high hopes there. Yeah, I I will say like, who, who was the name of the dude? What MacGyver? Yeah, what was the no? Something know. Anderson, Richard Dean Anderson, or some shit like that. Jeez, fuck, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, what a it's douche. gonna be tough to. Oh, I mean that. I mean that guy is he, MacGyver. He, well, just like Jan Michael Benson's Airwolf. Like, are they going to fucking remake Airwolf and put? Absolutely. No, no, no. I, I just guess. I guess I'm saying that just looking back. I, I was just. I had a picture of his hair in my head. Well, his hair I mean, so of bad. course. I know. I know. Sorry. I just. It was. It was just a guttural reaction. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. He's MacGyver. And um. Yeah. I mean. But uh, the new one looks. I mean. I. It's. I think it's definitely going to fall in the so bad it's good category. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do, like, make it kitschy. You, you can't, I, mean, I hope so. I mean, because yeah. you can't, you don't have the money to do it any other way. Yeah. Like, what are you going to go up against? Like, I, you know, I mean, how does networks survive? Now we also have, like, it's tough to make MacGyver in, like, a post-Mythbusters era. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be more, Dude, like, scrappy so and ingenious true. than those guys. Exactly. 
Yeah, so. exactly. All right, All right, man. Here's your turnabout's fair play. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, let me get my timer out. So, mine's a little bit more, um, a little bit more layered. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, um, no offense, but honestly, um, rate. Um, I guess maybe an overall opinion. I mean, it's pretty safe to actually no. An overall opinion on fast food in general, and rank your top, your top three and why, and go. So I think, and I think my opinion is evolving on this. I like six months ago I would have said like no fucking way, maybe once a year on a road trip, um, but you know I've really come. I think that the attitudes and atmospheres around food in this country have become really harmful, especially uh-huh. to kids. Yeah. And especially to women. And I think we need to, at the end of the day, your body breaks these things down and it's all the fucking same. And if you have food priorities and all those sorts of things, but we have people in this country that are, we're creating eating disorders left and right in people because of the fucking fear and the weirdness we're creating around food. Uh huh. And I think that we need to let a lot of that shit go. And, um, Wait, yeah, and not feel I mean, bad about a Big Mac. I mean, I, of course there's a, there's a difference in quality in the ingredients, but I mean, I, I'm yeah. not sure at the end of the day, when you look at like metabolically, how your body breaks those things down and uses them, that there is that much. I think we're, we've been misled in thinking how much a difference there is. Yeah. I think you're probably right. And don't get me wrong. Like I'm going to shop at the co-op, but I think being afraid of those things and teaching your kids that it's like evil and shitty to eat there. And it's full of chemicals so that like they're shitting all over like kids, other kids that they see eating that stuff, I think is terrible. So I agree. That being said, entirely, you know, all that out of the way. Okay, top three. Top three. I'm gonna go Taco John's. I think it's fucking amazing. Wow, nice, <laughs> fucking bold. Um, and it's a regional thing. So yeah, for those that don't have it, it's like a much, in my opinion, much better version of Taco Bell. Oh yeah, and they have this like these things that are like little. The potato lay, the potato lay, spicy fucking tater tots, dude. So money, it's so fucking good. So after that, I'm not arguing with it. Taco John's and the the chicken cheese, like the chicken cheese stuffed burrito or whatever, so fucking good too. I go, <sighs> I go that I rock that in a combo with the unsweetened iced tea and potato lays. Profit. Oh, so from there, in the, sing it loud. Uh, from there, I'm, I'm technically over my two minutes, I guess, here. but That's all right. That's okay. Um, we got to get – I'm dying here. From there, I'm going to go Popeye's chicken. Fucking Popeye's? Yeah. That's out of nowhere. Popeye's spicy Cajun chicken with the biscuits and mashed potatoes and gravy. So Actually, you know what? It good. is really fucking good. You're right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was just – I was staying right in the – I was staying norm core for me. What's so? What's number three? Then for three, I'm going to go classic, the one that started it all, McDonald's. Okay. Wow. Nice. All right. So potato lays, um, 
the just the spicy fried chicken and mm-hmm. what's what's your order at McDonald's? What are you getting? Quarter pounder with cheese, fries, and um, you gotta go shake. You go shake. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I go Coke. Um, yeah. but I go quarter pounder too. Yeah. I'm like off of soda. And if yeah. I like yeah. it's a slippery slope, you know, it's like one day at a time for me. If I go back to soda, oh, like, really? it's just like pff, all comes crumbling. Oh out. yeah, I've never been a soda drinker. So if I'm and, if, and yeah. I don't eat it that much, so if I'm getting it, then fuck it, I'm getting it. Yeah. All right, yeah, man. That's it. Good that, one. That was a good one. Nice good topic. one. Good one. Um, yeah, that was fun. I like yeah. I like the two minute hot take. <laughs> good stuff. And I love that it started with a potato ole. That is the oh, road yeah. trip fucking snack. I get the the jalapeno dipping sauce. It goes in Ooh. the cup holder. Yeah, the cheese sauce. The other yeah. one. This is like too regional, and I'm not quite sure it qualifies as fast food, but. Rocky Rococo's. Oh, what the fuck. fuck is Rocky Rococo? <laughs> it's a Wisconsin pizza chain. <laughs> Seriously? Oh my god! They have these amazing garlic breadsticks. <laughs> the name you get, is you amazing. Get, you get the nacho cheese sauce, and you dip these fucking breadsticks. It's like a thick slice of pizza, like somewhere between like they call it like a Chicago pan style, but it's not like Chicago pizza like you think. It's thinner and like doughier. Okay. And oh my god, they have this thing called the super slice. You get a sausage pepperoni super slice. You get garlic breadsticks with the cheese sauce, not the marinara sauce, and a big drink. And oh fuck, Ricky Rico- Rocky Rico- Rocky Rocco's. <laughs> you know what? There's one here. There's one here. We should is go there? to it. There's you one. Gotta take it's me. out 94 West, like as you're <laughs> you, sort of headed up north. It is so good. Anyone from Wisconsin will like. <laughs> We'll know what I'm talking about. Rocky Rococo. I grew up. It was such different pizza. Like it was the most unique pizza that I'd had. Is there Rococo like style like ornaments? No. Oh my the, god! It is the is most like low key racist bullshit. Okay. There's a dude with a big fake nose. <laughs> like that was Rocky Rococo. Playing this guy a who, mandolin. God, the, it's the, fat the, with the cheesiest. They have all these jokes about like these people in this like faux Italian black and white photos. Like you would see, you know, when you go to punch pizza and you see like real black and white photos of Italy. Yeah. It's like that, except they're all wearing these stupid fake plastic noses. Oh no. Oh yeah. So, like I said, definitely, maybe not even low key, just full on racist. You know, it's just like so fucking weird. Dude. It was like, hey, it's it's fun to make fun of Italian people. They it's say probably fucking, probably owned by like two fucking, they say fucking German Italian white guys from. They don't they, Italian. Don't some people up here say yeah, Italian? Maybe and and up in these parts for listeners in other parts of the country. Here's a fucking discovery. Uh, it is not considered a big deal to have a sandwich on your menu called the fucking Dago. A Dago. Wow. Of the hot Dago. Yeah. This, I've seen it in four different places in town. Brian Danaher and I fucking joke about it all the time. That's see crazy. Like, a fucking Dago. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Dago. It's, like, it's got, it's got it's salami. Like going bologna. to a place and getting a bagel called like the filthy Jew. Exactly. I'll take the, yeah, I'll take the, the, the big fat Jew. Yeah. Extra, extra fucking cream cheese, please. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's terrible. It's a bummer. <laughs> Fucking bummer. I bet I bet this is not the only place where that's Well here's the thing. I mean you go back to where I'm from and it's fucking you know it's not it's buried and and it's not like out on a menu. 
it's just like you know completely concealed racism yeah. you know in in Massachusetts and in New England in general like i mean it's just you know it's closet racism all over the fucking place up right. there you know all over everywhere but yeah fucking america fucking america shit is not great right now dude <laughs> shit is fucking what are we going to do like it's gonna be a crazy like New Year kind of. I feel like it's everything's gonna. We've been just dominated for months, yeah. man. I feel like what I feel like what's happening is all of this is like a last gasp of people that are like afraid of. We're on the cusp of very radical change in this country. Yeah, you know it's true. The whole trans rights and gay rights and gay marriage and marriage equality, legalization Healthcare. of weed. Um, whites about to become a minority for the first time in the history of this nation. Yep. You know, there's all of this shit that's happening. I think people the, who have traditional values and are white and lived in sort of closed off communities are just scared as fuck that all of this change. It's like Spanish speaking people taking over, you know, like it yeah. just feels like to them, it feels like America is being lost and, it's be it'd be interesting to go back through history and find other times where that sort of like tectonic change, that sort of big change has happened and were there people that similarly resisted? It would be very interesting, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Huh. Yeah, that's great context. Yeah. It's funny. You, you when you're living in it, you you always question like is this because you know, you 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 don't want to cut other you know, period short when maybe you weren't around. It was like, you know, and, and also you have a tendency to be like, Oh yeah. You know, I was, a, you know, I was a kid in the eighties and didn't seem that crazy. Shit was pretty crazy. Yeah. I guess you could look at the civil rights movement right before it got a lot better. It got a lot worse. Well, fucking Hey Jesus. Yeah. That's a great call. Yeah. Right. It got, I mean, so really I feel bad. like we're in the shit just got a lot worse for about a few years few now. Years. Yeah. Before it's gonna get better, but yeah. who knows? And yeah, a lot of wow, fucking hey, man. There is a lot going on now that you say it, huh? I gotta start. My, I gotta pick up my prepping. I gotta, yeah. I gotta start pre- yeah. fucking. You prepping got a go more. bag? I don't have a go bag. No, I have one five gallon bucket. Your of- go go bag is gonna have like that. Your PIL box set. A fucking turntable and yeah, like exactly. a bunch of documentary DVDs. Yeah, no of- water, <laughs> no water, nothing, no, no propane, no, <laughs> no, exactly. Like Criterion's. Mine will have like ten pairs of sneakers and a fucking <laughs> and one can of Lacroix. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> one can of Lacroix and like um, some gum. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of gum. Exactly. <laughs> fucking six pack of five gum. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna give up if that shit happens. Be like, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to live without the I'm internet not- and video <laughs> games. <laughs> why? Like, why even just, fucking go for just it? Just roll yeah. your tank right over me, or just, fucking. <laughs> I'm ready for the zombie buffet. Or come whatever. into the house. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. You can have it. I'm out just anyway. Give up the ghost. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's uh, move on to our final segment for the show, which we're calling problems with closure. Yeah, I think this is hysterical. <laughs> so we're going to end the uh, every show by talking about or updating um, things that we've talked about before. 
So the first thing I wanted to talk about was um, I had been – I mentioned I think one or two episodes ago that I've been watching that series Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were digging that. Yeah. By our friend Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. So what I think is so interesting about the show, I watched – I woke up not yesterday but the day before just like – I don't know, 4.30 in the morning or something. Couldn't get back to sleep. So I whipped out the iPad, which may be doing more harm than good. And uh, watch. I'm no doctor. I'm just saying. Watch the, uh, no, I, th- I mean, I think that's a common thing that people know that that light and watching that thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you wake up at 4.30 and you're not getting back to you're sleep, not you're not getting back, back to sleep. Yeah, so fuck it. I pulled up uh, Amazon, which I bought the season of Atlanta for 20 bucks in HD and Amazon. Most recent episode was there. Watched it. And this episode was like so mind-blowingly like it was the whole episode was this just really smart cultural critique of the dialogue between like white and black America. And uh, really? Yeah. So what's amazing about the show is they it started off like sort of a slightly innovative dramedy, you know, like imagine if you took girls and you transported to Atlanta and you made it older, these older black men who are like struggling to like get theirs and get paid. And there's this guy paper boy who has this rap career. So this latest episode was imagining that, um, uh, this guy who's this rap up and coming rap artist who has like a mixtape that's blowing up called paper boy had a tweet about Caitlyn Jenner and someone, people get really offended. Um, and, so the whole thing is unpacking like how white America gets like puts these expectations of like you need here's the values that black America needs to have. Meanwhile, we've never granted you like any of <laughs> you know right. your yeah. own rights. Like <laughs> right. you're still struggling to like um and what was so fucking genius about it was there's this really like cutting sort of cultural critique of maybe both the black and the white community sort of like at the same time. Uh, but he did these commercials and the commercials would happen before they rolled into the actual commercials. Oh, nice. And That's pretty good. Like there was a commercial, for example, for Swisher Sweets. Yeah. And there's this guy, like really presentable black guy in a like really tight, um, like awesome suit talking about how amazing Swisher Sweets taste. And then he pulls out a knife. And he cuts it open and he whips out all the tobacco, <laughs> fills it with pot. There's all these people talking about like, man, the taste of Swisher Sweets, but they're all fucking <laughs> digging all of the tobacco out of it and sticking pot in it. So fucking funny. So it was all this stuff like that that were like, there's another one for malt liquor about how like try, treating like malt liquor like champagne and the tagline was, you know, like <laughs> malt liquor, you're drinking it wrong. <laughs> All this stuff fucking hilarious. So this whole episode, so they did these two episodes and they kind of set up the characters in the situation. And then all the other episodes have been these like vignettes in this like very particular, like one of the vignettes didn't follow the male characters at all. It followed like one of their girlfriends slash baby mamas and like her whole thing. And just really, really interesting. Yeah. They're totally taking chances. And, I, I it it's a really interesting show and I, any everyone should check it Fucking out I think. Is it FX? FX, yeah. FX is like kind of on fire recently. Dude, they have been. All right, well shit man, you know what? Yeah, I'm sold. And Be- we we said this before. Beth Beth'll love that too. She'll love that show. Yeah. All right, my um my closure to follow back up on something I talked about, I think 
don't know, it's been a few weeks, probably three weeks, probably now. Um, so I remember coming in here um, on a day that the new dinosaur single came out. Mm, yeah, I think Kaya actually may have been here because um, we talked about dinosaur a bit then as well. Um, but um, single came out. The video was fucking super cheap and so fucking good. And then the record followed shortly thereafter. It's on Jag Jaguar. Um, and it's fucking so good. And then went to see them. Uh, they played at First Avenue last Friday. And they were so fucking good. So goddamn good. Jay Maskus is like, I've been, I've been going to see him for, fuck, I don't know, 20 years. And he's like, still just like, like blow away fucking guitar player. He's amazing. Hmm. The sound is just like, and he doesn't do, he, he had this, he has this weird way of like, he owns his sound in, it doesn't seem like he's doing anything new. Like, it seems like he's still got the same licks and the same chops in some instances. And in other times, you're like, holy shit, he's pushing this to a whole new fucking... Huh. Like, his vocabulary, it's still the same sound, but the vocabulary grows. And the songwriting, after a while, it doesn't... You wouldn't think you'd be able to be that whiny and, like, and have that much, like, angst and be his age. But <laughs> he fucking does, man. And it was a fucking great show. It was so cool. good. So that's awesome. Yeah, if you can see, they're they're they just went to Europe and then they're going to come back and do another leg in North America. Oh, so. awesome! How was the Descendants? Didn't go. Oh, I was so fucking bummed. Oh, that's right, because you had your thing. Yep. Yep. I was out. I had fucking. I had tickets for months, and I was out. Um, like fucking kidney stones. So rough. Jesus, how fucking... That's actually pretty punk rock of me, though. And actually very Descendants-like. Yeah. Like, because they're all my age and older. Yeah. So, yeah. if there's any reason to miss a fucking Descendants show, it's because you got kidney stones. Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. Um, (laughs) Speaking of Blast from the Past, uh, this isn't something that I talked about before, but I'll sneak it in uh, at the bell here. Um, I went and saw DJ Shadow. Oh, yeah. Uh, last time I saw him was like right after introducing came out and it was just the 20th anniversary of introducing. Yeah, I know it's, uh, there's a nice re-release obviously for yeah. that. No surprise. Still, Shocker. still a killer record. Are you kidding? It's incredible. Yeah. That one stands the test of time yeah. for sure. Yeah. I've already got a copy of it somewhere. I got to get it. How, how was the show? It was good. I, I wouldn't say it was like blow away, but it was good. It was really good. He did really interesting sort of remixes of some of the introducing stuff. And all right. he's aw- just awesome to see because now like with DJs, you know, you, you get a lot of the like, I'm hitting girl mm-hmm. talk. I'm going to hit play on my la- iTunes and my laptop and I'm going to fucking dance around like a maniac or whatever, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, girl talk has a, is has its own merit for sure. Um, but he was like still scratching and doing like really intricate sort of turntableist stuff, which I really appreciated. Everybody like. loves that, yeah. And um, his new stuff is his new record. I think people were saying his like last couple records weren't so great that he sort of faltered. But this new record is more of a return to form, but like feels like it's moving forward a little bit. So um, it felt like more current and relevant to hip hop. Like I think people felt like he maybe left his hip hop roots a little right. bit. Yeah. And now for sure. he sort of returned. Yeah. Um, so, I don't have an opinion on that new record yet. I, I don't know what yeah. I feel about it. Killer visuals. 
like three screens. He has this guy that he works with that does all these original, very intricate sort of animations. Fucking rad. And um, there was a another screen that he used for part of it that dropped down in front of him that did this like th- made the this like three dimensional visual uh-huh. thing with depth and it was cool. Oh, that's fucking. I'm rad. just like too fucking old. Like that was probably oh, my, my concert for the year or whatever, so you know, just like heck. wading through fucking openers and the whole right? thing starts like an hour and 45 minutes late. I'm just like, fuck. Right. Like, I'm give, not getting give me wasted. A punk rock show where yeah. shit fucking starts on time and it's it starts three on time. bands and they each play 23 minute sets. And Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah all day. Huh? Um, fuck. I th- forgot. I was going to say, um, that yeah he uh, that new record is getting is getting i think mixed reviews i i don't have an opinion on it yet um but uh fuck there was another new record i was just going to talk about oh um i'm completely and i don't even fucking try and i'm already i i don't want to hear another fucking bonnie Vera song off that fucking record <laughs> he's driving me fucking insane i feel like it's everywhere i turn it's things sticking me in the fucking ass that goddamn record yeah and it could be good it maybe it's good i don't know but they uh, get the f- i don't want to fucking hear it. it's teshno is in there it's how it's all f- i'm not it's being forced on me and i'm yeah. not fucking digging it so this is totally random out of nowhere but i think it's completely genius and everyone should go watch it before morrissey <laughs> does like a cease and desist and takes it down have you seen the yes the outtakes of people the infomercial yeah, the infomercial thing with the Dude. smith song oh my god it's oh, so good oh god it's yeah. genius you gotta so fucking fucking this thing up that first of all that's like um what is the actual name of that song it's the good times for a change um, seems the luck i've had make a good man yeah it's it's something completely that's not even please, in please 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 let me get what i want Exactly. Lord knows it would be the first time. And then it's like just like juxtaposed with all this video of like the cheesy reenactments of someone trying to use a simple product and like completely failing from infomercials. Oh my god, it's so fucking genius. All the iced tea just comes yeah. spilling off the tray. <laughs> right. Oh my god, I'm trying to put all these Tupperware trying into the to fridge. like take a few simple items in a bucket out to like wash my car and I like trip and the hose goes everywhere. It's, <laughs> it's just fucking, fucking hilarious. Disaster. Anyways, so genius. Anyone who hasn't seen that should definitely look it up. <laughs> to end on a high note, huh? Yeah. Really like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really giving you the thanks. peak of fucking thanks internet <laughs> yeah exactly this, this is like the internet at its best honestly like the, it's really good the internet the gift that keeps on it giving. is good all right so that's it for this week thank you very much once again if you can give us a review or a rating we will love, Would you love it yes eternally please. and as always thanks to kaya fisher for the uh support both audio and otherwise Thanks. Great. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.